want to lose weight but struggle to stay committed to a meal plan because you constantly feel hungry? Does food provide you with comfort when you are bored, angry, lonely, or sad? If so, you are in the right place. My name is Kristen Jones, and I'm a life coach specializing in emotional eating and weight loss, and I'm also a lifelong emotional eater. I want to provide you with information, motivation, and support so you too can learn to manage your issues with food and develop a healthy relationship with yourself. Welcome to the Breakthrough Emotional Eating Podcast. Hi, and welcome to the Breakthrough Emotional Eating Podcast. My name is Kristen Jones, and thank you so much for joining me this week. Y'all, I think people think that when you run up and you do a podcast that you actually really like to talk. Yeah, I don't. I do not like to talk. I do not like to be the person who has to do all the talking when it comes to my podcast. I love having a guest, and I have an amazing guest today. Um, I'm so, so excited. Um to have Sarah Earl on as my podcast guest. And Sarah is a member in the Breakthrough Membership. And she has just, y'all, she's been on a journey, a journey and a half. And it has just been so cool to watch her, uh, just watch her evolution, watch her own personal development, her own personal growth. And then um, we connected this past weekend and she was just telling me some of the things that were going on. And I was like, girl, I need to get you on the podcast because you're just killing it. So that's, that's where we are. So people, you know, I hear stuff and I'm like, let's not even wait. Let's just get you on. Uh, because I think it's something that people really need to hear. Um, I think it's a, it's, it's a, it is actually a very, very common question. And the question that I get asked quite frequently is, yeah, how long does this all take? Like, when does it really start to click? Like, when do you start to really get it? And then like things start changing in your life. And I have to tell you, I can't give an answer to that because I don't think everybody is different. I know for me, it, you know, it was like, but I was working by myself. So that's, I'm, I am like the, I am the unicorn because I was doing all of this on my own. I was completely by myself, completely isolated, didn't have any sort of support. It was just me talking to me. <laughs> now, that's exciting. And so it was, I really didn't have any of that support. And so I think it's really, it's important to know that everybody is going to be different, but I wanted Sarah to be able to share kind of what, what her journey has been like, and then what that like light bulb off the Oprah aha moment, what that looked like for her um, and how that, and, and what, and the impact that that's had on her life just in a very, very short period of time. So without further ado, welcome Sarah Earl to the podcast. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, Thank absolutely. You oh, 100% love, super happy that you, uh, that you could join us. So if you wouldn't mind telling the listeners and the viewers, because we are live on my personal profile on Facebook, um, would you mind telling the, uh, the viewers and the listeners kind of just a little backstory of, of who you are, where you're from and, and kind of where you were before you and I connected? Yeah. So, um, I grew up in a family with six kids. Um, all of us have weight issues and, uh, including my parents. So that was my story, uh, mm -hmm. growing up was it, Oh, you know, everyone in my family struggles with weight. So, and I was definitely, uh, that person. I always struggled with weight, struggled with dieting. I did every diet under the sun. 
I did Nutrisystem, I did SlimFast, I did, you know, medication. Um, I was even on, and I forgot about this until today, was even on a local TV channel did a Biggest Loser competition. And I oh. was on that. So um, wow. I, yeah, this has been a battle for a long time. Um, and then, you know, just totally absorbed with the food all the time, obsessed with food. Like one story that you shared that really resonated with me on your podcast was um, the donut story, how every Saturday you'd go get a donut and it was mm -hmm. like your, your moment of the week, you know? And it was, oh. I was like, oh yeah, I, I, I get her. She and I, <laughs> we get each other. So it was Absolutely. like, uh, uh, so, and that was, you know, that was it. And then um, about five or six years ago, I was diagnosed with fibromyalgia. Um, and so I started doing the anti-inflammatory diet, um, which that diet's very, very restrictive. Um, it's like limited meat and limited vegetables. And like, you can have oil and that's it, like no condiments. And so um, I did that for about a year and did not lose a single pound. And I was like, this, this doesn't even make sense. So wow. I went to a nutritionist. I was with the nutritionist for three years. I went to, um, I had every blood work under the sun. I went to like, I forget what those doctors are that, um, endocrinologist. I went to an mm -hmm. endocrinologist. They, they had no idea. I mean, no one had any idea. Um, but I knew in the back of my mind that I had an emotional eating issue, um, so for a few years, I started um, researching and looking for solutions to emotional eating. I ordered books. I, you know, I read the books and nothing really resonated with me. I started listening to a few podcasts. I even went on TikTok and, and found a few on TikTok. And then I found your podcast and your podcast was the first podcast that introduced the brain. And it finally made sense to me. Like, that resonated. And it was like, yes, it is more than just, I can't stop eating and I'm hungry. And, you know, those kind of mm -hmm. things. It was like, no, it's this again, back to, you know, it's this story that I've been telling. And so I started listening to your podcast and like every single episode that I would listen to, I felt like I had that Oprah aha moment, you know, it was like, mm -hmm. okay, yep. That makes sense. That makes sense. Then I did uh, the podcast, I think for a few months um, and even the, the membership on the, the Facebook group for a while, mm -hmm. um, not the paid one, just the free one. And, and mm -hmm. did the, you know, the few things that you have in there. Um, and then I just, I knew it was time to keep going and to, mm -hmm. to move forward. And I didn't want to stay where I was. And so I, um, I paid for the membership and it was literally the best decision I've ever made and life-changing from that moment on. Well, that is, that's fabulous. And I, and I, and I love, and I think it's important, it's important to, to remember, I want people to, to know, like Sarah really took her, I mean, she asked a lot of questions. She, you know, she, she, it wasn't like she just came in and was just like, okay, I'm just going to jump in. It was like, you, you, you were on podcasts. You were on, you list, you asked me questions. We had lots of conversations in, in messenger and, and all prior to her actually joining um, the uh, joining the membership as well. How long ago, one other piece of information, how long ago did you have weight loss surgery? Um, I had it. It's been almost a year, um, which was actually the advice of the nutritionist. And mm -hmm. funny enough, I was the fifth one in my immediate family to have it. And so, um, it wasn't super, um, 
like out of the box for me to get it. But I, after a couple months, I I had the surgery and I don't want that to minimize like my efforts. Oh no, not at all. No, I know you don't. I, but there's a lot of people who hear, oh, you had weight loss surgery. Then no wonder, you know, no wonder this is so easy for you, but no, not at all. If anything, it, it just made me wake up to all of this because and, and I've even met people who had weight loss surgery who said, it's so weird because I still have hunger. I still have the mind hunger and I still have mm-hmm. like the uncontrollable, I want to eat all day long. It's just less, right. you know? Right, so, right. right. No, and yeah. I, think it, I think it's a really, I think it's a really important, I think it's a really important piece of it because you came in and you had already, I think you had, you lost almost 60, almost 60 pounds, mm-hmm. Yeah, but but you had stalled out and then, yeah. and you had said that you were having, you were having issues and you knew that it was more than just yeah. let me have surgery and then everything's going to be fine. Yeah. Um, and I, I love what you just said about the mind hunger. Cause that's exactly what it is because yeah. in the, the, in, I want, I don't even want to say in theory, legitimately there, there is a portion of your, of, of the body that's turned off where people who have weight loss surgery don't get the the hormones that cause that cause hunger yep. but it's we are we as human beings are so trained and we have trained our brains to to desire food that it doesn't matter if that's turned off people have I love that you call it brain hunger and that's exactly what it is yeah. um and so well, I think that that's a it's an important point too it's an important point and and I think it's also an important point that that how, that how you had a little bit of a struggle when you first came in, when you first came into the membership. So, um, and I'm sorry, I, 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 I continued to talk. You were going to say something. No, I, sorry. I, I'm so excited that I just like keep being like, wait, Kristen, wait. And then this happened. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, the, uh, I was also worried I'd gain it back, you know, mm-hmm. and I didn't want that to happen, but I did stop. I did stop after like a few months, I lost mm-hmm. 60 pounds real quick. And then I stopped and I was listening to one of your podcasts on my walk and it hit me. I was the reason I had stopped because before I had the surgery, I kept saying to everyone, you know what, if I just get to this size, I'll be happy. And then I'll be happy. You know, I just need to get to this one size. Well, then I got to that size and guess what? I stopped. And so when I was listening to your podcast, it was like, I am doing this. I am creating this, this Mm -hmm. block for, you know, how I need to open this up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So, so what, and I, and again, you and I have had, have had you know numerous conversations since you came into the membership. So what was happening? I mean, you came in, you were super excited. You were like gold star student. You were you know doing all the things. And, and then, and then there were some, like, there were some obstacles and there were some hurdles that you were, that yeah. you were having. And, and would you, would you, you know, share, share with people kind of what went on when you first, you know, when you first joined the membership and then where kind of things got a little, got a little rocky, frankly. Yeah, for sure. Um, so yeah, I, I'm annoyingly positive. <laughs> so my Y'all, she's just, she's just adorable. She's so cute and she's so, and she is positive. She's super positive. It's not annoying. I don't think it's annoying at all. (laughs) It annoys my kids a lot, but, um, but I was definitely in, in a position and you and I, like you mentioned, you know, we talked a lot about this. Um, I was going through some, some hard things in life. And I mean, Mm -hmm. like we all do, right. Um, Mm -hmm. I had, I was a single mom for 10 years. I was divorced, um, had four kids and had some serious trauma and, and look, I don't, I don't, you know, there's a lot of, I don't care whose quote unquote fault it was of a divorce. Anyone who's been through a divorce has trauma. Like right. even if you hated their guts, you have trauma. Yeah. 
Sure. Um, and, and my kids had some serious trauma. And so um, it was hard for me. And I think as, as women, I don't know why we do this, but to kind of take that time to myself that we, mm-hmm. that we need and that we was required. But um, really, I learned that you can't heal anyone until you're healed. And mm-hmm. so um, it was really important to me that I healed my children and that they were able to get out of their traumatic situations, but I couldn't do it until I was healed. And mm-hmm. so um, a lot of the situations that you have in the classroom that we work on in the membership group was um, kind of, you know, you see it in, in close up and you go through these experiences. Um, and I had I had a friend that I was talking to about it, you know, that I said, I, I know this is what's holding me back. I know this is where I'm at right now. I know this is a certain issue that I need to confront. And she would go, that's so cool that you want to work on it. And I was like, mm-hmm. Well, of course I do. You know, I want to get through it because the way the brain processes trauma um, is that it doesn't process trauma through rapid eye movement when you sleep because it's too painful. So that stays with you until you actually process it. So I have you have to process these things to mm-hmm. move forward, to progress and to mm-hmm. get to the next point. And so, yeah, it's scary and it's terrifying, but you're going to be anytime you think about it, it's going to be scary and terrifying. So why not? think about it, get it over with, process it, take the mm-hmm. time that you need. And sometimes it's a long time. Um, right. And I have journals and journals. I did not journal until I joined your group. And now I have, right. I, I just bought a new one. Um, but it's like, you know, working through these things are how you progress and how, and that's ultimately the goal, right? Is, is to progress. Mm-hmm. So um, yeah. So I, I was going through some custody issues for, I think about three years that I was going mm-hmm. through some custody battle. Um, and that was exhausting um, and difficult and challenging. And so that kind of created some barriers for me. Um, you know, having the kids eat different was is something that was a little bit tricky, but um, we were able to work on that. Um, and, you know, my my job and my career and things, those were some things that I had that were I switched jobs kind of during this whole process. So that was that was also a thing. I moved during this process and I got married during all of it. So there right. was like all the top three stressors that you can have, you know, I had <laughs> life. But I, I do have to say that 100 um, percent, I I am 100 percent confident that being a member of the group and the things, the tools that I learned um, helped me get through those situations way more effectively than I would have a year ago. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. What, um, and what, and one thing I, I, I always want to preface when we talk about, when we talk about trauma and we talk about processing trauma, it, you know, Sarah was able to, to do a lot of journaling on her own and working through, working through a lot of, a lot of her own, her own things. It, yeah, absolutely. You know, if, if Sarah had said like, God, I'm really struggling with this. I can't, I keep, keep doing it. I can't seem to get past it. You know, my thing is always to, to encourage people. If they, if you need a guide to go through, tra- you know, to process trauma, you need to see a therapist. Yeah. I am not a therapist. I am mm-hmm. a life coach, but I am not a therapist. And so I do have activities that make people kind of, you know, activities that, that allow people to kind of dig into, and this is done independently, you know, journaling and things like that. Um, but when it comes to really needing to talk to somebody and to kind of walk yourself through those traumatic experiences, that's best done in, in with, a, you know, with a therapist. Um, I do definitely have people that I work with who have already processed things in their past, but they're still presented with the food issues. 
I can deal with the food issues. I can deal with what your thoughts are presently. But when it comes to processing trauma, a therapist is really the best person. If you're not able to kind of do it, your, if you're not able to do it yourself, you definitely can can seek the help of a therapist. Um, and uh, and if you need one, I know a fabulous one. So you can always message me. Um, and I just, because I think she's just amazing. So I would give her name out in a heartbeat. Um, yeah. Which but, I did. I did. I did use some therapy yeah. and, and you did mm-hmm. encourage that. I will, mm-hmm. I will say yeah. you did encourage that, which I appreciate. Absolutely. Um, So, so then, so you have all of these, all of these things going on. And I want to make sure that everybody understands that also that because Sarah had weight loss surgery, that in and of itself causes a results in her having to change how she eat. That's just, that is just part and parcel of having weight loss surgery is that you do have to change. um, You do have to change, obviously you change the size and the amount of food that you eat, but it's, it's amazing how that can still, that it still presents itself as it still can present itself as an issue when it comes to sugar and it comes to all the other things that you're, that they don't ask you to eat. I mean, they ask you to eat your protein and and that sort of thing. But, um, I just want to make sure that everybody understands that, that my, that my program, what I do ask people to, to do is, you know, eat what you love having Sarah, having had great weight loss surgery, she does have to be careful about the things that she eats because of the the changes that were made to to her digestive system, so um, she has and I and I'm okay with anybody using it. People want to do any type of program, any type of food program that they want to do. That's totally fine. It's the thought work and the st- and the work on your brain. That's the stuff that's the really that's that's the meat and potatoes. the yeah. The food stuff is really not that big of a deal. And and in my and in the in the in the the membership, we always say it's not about the food and it really isn't about the food. It's really more about like the thoughts that are going on in your head and how you're feeling about yourself, what you're thinking, the story that you're telling. I think, I mean, you and I talked about, you know, you, you and I talked numerous times about like the story that you had about yourself and, and kind of how you, and you knew, you knew months ago that that was holding you back. And so it's, it's exciting to know that that kind of worked through. So let's fast forward to, um, to when, when kind of things started clicking for you. Yay. This is the fun part. So, (laughs) so yeah, I, um, it's funny because there were times when I was listening to your podcast, you know, like three times, I like borderline stalker, Kristen, I'm sorry, (laughs) I was, but I was like, just listening to your podcast all the time. I was doing all these worksheets. And then there were times when I wasn't doing anything. You know, I mean, there were a few days here and there where I just like, I wouldn't even, I just kind of was like, I think I, looking back, I think I was processing and like absorbing mm-hmm. everything that was going mm-hmm. on. But yeah. um, there were times though, that like all day long, it's like all I did, you know, <laughs> so mm-hmm. I got, it's been quite, quite a journey. But um, I think uh, one thing that I, I, I've always been very fascinated with the brain. Um, I, I kind of nerd out when it comes to the brain. In fact, mm-hmm. I have like, for fun, I read um, neuroscience likes books from school, mm-hmm. you know. So um, kind of a nerd that way, and I just find I, I find it very fascinating. And one thing that I did was um, I also worked with kids with autism um, and mm-hmm. did behavior therapy, um, which deals a lot with brain and reprogramming the brain. And um, one thing that I learned from that is that you celebrate the small successes, and um, you always say that. And I always heard that, but I never heard that mm-hmm. and, until recently. And now I'm like, oh, now I get it. Okay. Okay. Um, you know, and, and another thing is that I didn't ever 
um, you know, as far as like the scale goes, I didn't, I never measured my success by the scale. Um, my success was always like measured to me anyway, was, um, did I do a plan or did I not do the plan? And that's, mm -hmm. and some days I didn't, honestly, some days I didn't. And mm -hmm. one thing I really appreciate you about you is that you always made me accountable for my actions. Um, mm -hmm. and you did it in such a kind, supportive way. It was never like an accusatory or like, mm -hmm. what the heck, you know, are you really being honest? <laughs> you know, you just were like very kind and, and like, okay, well, let's, let's really look at this. Are you really doing it? You know, cause everyone mm -hmm. says, oh, I tried all these diets. Well, now looking back, maybe I didn't exactly try all these diets. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And so, um, that's one thing I always, I really appreciate was, um, being held accountable. And now mm -hmm. that's gone out to every aspect of my life. Mm -hmm. Um, I, now I feel in control. I thought my food was, I, I ate what I want, when I wanted or whatever. Um, and, and even after the surgery, if anything, the surgery made me more obsessive about food because you have mm. to have a certain amount at a certain time, do this mm -hmm. and do that. And it was like all day long, all I thought about was food and I hated it. You know, it was like mm -hmm. so stressful. Um, and, and then it was, you know, then I found your program and it was like, you write it down in the morning and then you're done. You don't have to obsess over it all day. Um, mm -hmm. which is something that I really love and, and appreciated too. Um, and now I feel like, okay, now I have control over my food. My, my food is not controlling me, um, mm -hmm. which is something I thought was the exact opposite, you know? So mm -hmm. that's, mm -hmm. that's kind of an interesting, but I think when it really clicked was a couple of weeks ago, um, I was doing, I had done, uh, the work where you envision, and I, and I'd done this before, honestly, a few months ago, but I did this again, where you write down, um, like what you want to be, um, mm -hmm. and what it looks like and what it feels like. So mm -hmm. you're not just, um, and, and honestly, there were a lot of times where like, I didn't even know what it would look like or what it would feel like. I just, mm -hmm. you know, and, and I, I wasn't honest with myself either. Like I would say, oh, if I could be this size, that'd be kind of cool. But really like my heart wants to be this other size. So I wasn't, because mm -hmm. because I didn't have the confidence that I could get there, mm -hmm. um, I wasn't being honest with myself. So I really got honest with myself and was like, you know what, this is the size I want to be. And mm -hmm. this is what this looks like. And this is how I feel. And after that, I did a meditation, which is something that I also didn't really do before this program. But um, I really just like thought about and saw that person and went to the future, you know, mm -hmm, <laughs> mm -hmm. and, and saw what that person is like shopping, traveling, doing things, being confident, um, not worrying about, you know, I mean, there, there are times where like, I take the kids to school and I'm like, oh, maybe I should stop and get a treat, you know, or, or mm -hmm. something. And it was always like, anytime I was in the car, that was an opportunity to get a treat or get a drink mm -hmm. or something, you know? Um, and I don't have that anymore. Um, mm -hmm. and so the freedom that I have, you know, with that has been so wonderful. And so, um, really the, I was doing that meditation and I, it all clicked because I was really, um, honest with myself. And it was, you know, one other thing that, that I talked, that I thought about during that meditation was eating healthy. Um, and I really enjoy eating healthy. And mm -hmm. I don't think I was ever honest with myself about that because, um, you shouldn't, who enjoys eating healthy? 
I mean, you know, people <laughs> enjoy eating treats and they enjoy eating cake and they enjoy mm-hmm. eating ice cream, which I'm not saying I hate, but like, if I'm really honest with myself, I have, if I eat a treat, my stomach hurts after if I, mm-hmm. you know, and then, um, and I don't sleep very well. And, you know, my digestion is all screwed up and, and right. those kind of things. And so if I'm really honest, what I feel good after is having a salad and mm-hmm. having, you know, having, you know, in, in fact, even nuts, I thought I really like nuts. Well, the next day I had nuts. Cause like you're told your whole life, nuts are good for you. I have mm-hmm. nuts and it was like my stomach hurts. So I don't eat nuts anymore. So mm-hmm. it was really, I got to a point where, um, I became, completely open to any idea of what health is for me. So Mm -hmm. it was like, okay, everyone says this, everyone says, this is good for you. This is, this is what you should eat. And it was like, but that, that doesn't sit well with me. That doesn't resonate with me. Mm -hmm. Um, And so once I was just, I, I read somewhere that if, when you realize that you're nothing and you have everything to learn and everything to gain, that's when changes start really coming. Um, and it's kind of the point I got to, I just accepted, I have so much to learn and I have, I don't know anything about weight, you know, because if you think about it, we're taught our whole lives, eat this, don't eat that. Well, then in a couple of years, eat this, don't eat that, eat this, don't eat that, you know, and that changes throughout our lives. So when I was really honest with what health looks like to me and what that's that fine. I accepted it. And I was like, that's really what I want. That's really Mm -hmm. how I want to live my life. And Kristen, I lost seven pounds in two weeks. (laughs) (laughs) And you, and you had, and you had stalled that you had not, I don't think you had lost any since you had, since you had joined. No, nothing. I think it was, I I've been a member. Um, I mean, from the time I started listening to your podcast, um, I listened to your podcast and did the things on my own for about um, three months or so. Mm-hmm. And then I think I've been a member since November, um, right? maybe October, November. Um, mm-hmm. And so I, nothing, hadn't had any weight loss. And mm-hmm. then, yeah, just all, all of a sudden I went, yep. And then I, you know, I do, I have a thing where I listen to self-talk and affirmations three times a day um, and, and just really am practicing how I talk to myself um, and, and really trying to, um, reprogram my brain. So, um, I'm talking so much. Do you want, do you want me to stop? Oh, first? No, uh-uh. no, no, this is, this is my dream right here. Y'all this me just sit and let, just let, let other people talk. No, I think this is so oh, good. God. So good because I think it's, I, I, so, so tell us about what your day looks like. Like now, what does your day look like? What kinds of things? Cause I know there are people who want to hear like, okay, so what, are, so what are you doing now? Like, how did you lose seven pounds in two weeks? And it's, and y'all, so it's not because she didn't stop. She didn't stop eating. I mean, it was, oh. it, know it's it te- if you wouldn't mind sharing like what does your day look like and what do you think the pivotal things were for you that that made that start to happen yeah so um my I will say that what I've eaten um is not changed at all um mm-hmm. and at all so that tells you right there it's, mm-hmm. it's all it's literally all in my head um I I learned a lot about um you know, on your podcast, how you talk about the brain so much. And I learned a lot about the brain and how that, and so I went a little bit further and really, um, I, I heard somewhere, you know, you're, we're all born, um, as I, I heard the brain talked and referred to as a computer. 
So mm -hmm. I, I work in computers. So this was very easy for me to, to, to kind of resonate with me. Yeah. Um, but we all have blank slate. We're all born blank slate and, and our brains don't have any information in them. So everything that we're told um, programs our brain. So if we're told that our, we're overweight and you're always going to be overweight because your family's overweight, your brain believes that is fact. Um, mm -hmm. Your brain, and for some reason, this I, I knew, I mean, you know this information, but like I didn't, it never registered that your brain has zero emotions tied to it. Mm -hmm. We mm -hmm. provide emotions. Your brain has yeah. zero emotion. So when you're getting information in your brain, your brain sees it as fact. And a neuro, you know, the neurons are fired. And what it does is it finds other things to support those facts. So if you say, I can't lose weight, your brain goes, okay, let me go see other situations where you haven't been able to lose weight or you say that. And it goes, okay, we have this, this, and this to support it. Yep we're good. We're safe. As you, you always say, you know, your brain tries to keep you safe. We're safe. We're not losing weight. Perfect. We're right where we need to be. Well, if you change that and you start saying I lose weight and this was hard for me because I was like, okay, sure. I'll say that, but I don't really think it, but right. <laughs> you know, but the more yeah, you don't believe it. it. Yeah, exactly. Uh, the more you say it, then, then these neurons are created and the pathways are created more. Mm -hmm. And so that you do support that. And those, mm -hmm. those things are supported and then you believe it, then you actually believe it. Um, mm -hmm. And so it, it, that was something that was super valuable to me was to realize that again, that emotions are like, if I say I can't lose weight, I go, well, yeah, there was that one time though, that I did lose some weight. So actually maybe I can, I can lose weight. But your brain doesn't do that. Your brain doesn't process that. You know, that's something that we do. So your brain, it's like two different things. Almost your brain are two different things. And so, um, you know, it, your brain goes, okay, this is fact. This is happening. We're going to stay to this. We're going to keep on this. Um, and then that we're going to keep you safe this way. And so right. um, my day to go back to your question that I totally, totally went off on a tangent on, um, <laughs> I, I wake up in the morning and um I, I actually take my kids to school first thing in the morning. Um, and then I find quiet time sometime in the morning. Um, and sometimes that's right, right away. Sometimes it's a few hours. Um, sometimes it's 10 minutes. Sometimes it's 30 minutes, you know, sometimes it's five, but I make sure to have a few minutes in the morning that I can write my plan for the day, um, and give myself some positive self-talk. Um, which something that I learned that I think is beautiful is to think of self-talk as a positive self-talk as a new language. So you're learning, um, you know, we aren't all born with this innate ability to say, I'm going to have a good day today. I'm going to be successful today. I'm going to see the positive in life. We don't naturally do that. So that's something that we need to learn. And it's a, it, it, like I say, that I thought was so beautiful was it? it's like a second language. And so, um, you know, I studied it. Basically, I studied how to self-talk and how to have positive, positive mindset. Um, and so I, I do some of those and then I work my day. I take the breaks, you know, as I've um, scheduled. It's been amazing to me because I found where I'm like, I will go times without for where I forget eating. Kristen. I go times where I forget eating. I never in my life thought that would happen. <laughs> like what? I forget eating because 
that part of my brain is now freed up to think about other things where I Mm -hmm. used to obsess about food. Now I think I'm doing more at my job. I'm like Mm -hmm. doing chores at my house more. I'm being a better mom because I have that brain space that I, the capacity that I was just totally thinking about food. And now it's like, Mm -hmm. I write it down in the morning. It's out of my head. I don't have to think about it. And then I'm moving on. And another thing that you do that I, that you teach and are really passionate about that I, that I know why you're passionate about now is gratitude. And you have us write down things that we're grateful for. And I love that so much because I, um, it releases these chemicals in your brain that are positive, that we thrive on and that we need. And so when you're thinking of things that you're grateful for, and you're bringing these chemicals into your brain, your body loves it and responds to that and wants more of it. And so Mm -hmm. the more, um, the more positivity and the more good we can bring into our bodies and introduce this good chemical, it's, it's also taking care of that food need, you know, that need that we used to to get with emotional eating. Um, Mm -hmm. it's being met in other ways of of positive talking and positive outlook. And, and those chemicals are being introduced a different way in your body rather than with a chocolate chip cookie or whatever, you know? Yeah. Which, yeah. which, I mean, let's, that sounds great right now, but <laughs> I love a chocolate chip cookie, but I also <laughs> like, not really my stomach would hurt. And then yeah, how fun of a night would I have not really very fun. Right. You know? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. No. And I think that, I think you, you, you just made so many, so many really good points, but I think the the thing that, that, that I like is that you have, like, you kind of know you've figured out what your kind of what your secret sauce is, what the thing is that you, things, things are that you need. And that's one of the things is I try to present a variety of things because some things will resonate with people and some things won't. And it's, you know, if something doesn't resonate with you, you don't, you don't have to do it. Um, But it's, but it's just, you get to pick. It's like, what's going to be the thing that's going to be the, the game changer for you. That's going to be the thing that's going to set things off. And I, I mean, I have to say in most cases, you know, in most cases with people, it usually is gratitude and it's affirmations. And it's having those two things really committing and dialing in those two processes um, and making sure that, you know, that you have a journal to write your, your affirmations in, or you have a journal that does your, that, you know, or another portion of your journal that does where all of your, um, your, again, your affirmations and your, and your, um, gosh, I can't think, um, uh, affirmation, gratitude, gratitude. Um, I think more than anything else though, it is, and I think, and I know you and I've talked about this, it's really how we talk about ourselves. How, what, the, what are the things that we are saying to ourselves inside our own head that nobody knows about that we are saying these things? And that's, in a lot of cases, it's repelling anything good to come to us because we just keep sending out this incredibly negative energy and it's this toxicity that that nothing can penetrate through and yeah. it's just we have to we have to deal with the things that we have to deal with and then that just kind of like brings our guards down and just yeah. kind of makes it so it's like oh okay now 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 my 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 world has the opportunity my world has the permission to allow those good things to come in yeah. Where before it was almost like a, like there's a gate up, like, oh, you don't deserve it. Nope, you're not going to get it. And now it's like, well, we have to believe that we deserve it. And we have to allow those those walls to come down so we can receive what we what we really want in our lives. 
Yeah. And something that I utilized a lot that you, you teach is, um, arguing with yourself essentially. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. Having those conversations. Absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. When a thought comes in your head of like, and I, I do that every day. Like today I was, you know, I, I can't remember what I was doing, but I thought, um, oh, I want this. And then I was like, no, I don't, I don't, yeah, I don't, I don't do this anymore. This is not because mm-hmm. we all have habits too. And, and as right. emotional eaters, we have so many habits that are revolved around food and, you know, when we get them and, oh, you're sad. And so you think I need to go, if I have a tub of ice cream, I'll feel so much mm-hmm. better, but right. then it's like, no, I don't do that anymore. Ice cream doesn't help. Uh, right. you know? and, and I told this story before, but like, um, and it's the same with the donut story that you said, like, um, I, one big aha moment I had was with the bread and butter where my son was tired and he couldn't sleep. And so I said, well, let me get you a piece of bread and butter that'll help you sleep. And then the next night I couldn't sleep. And I found myself in the kitchen getting some bread and butter. Bread and butter has zero chemicals in it that make you, (laughs) you know, but it was because in my mind, I had programmed and made that habit of eating bread and butter to help you fall asleep. And that, that big moment for me, because it was like that, that goes across everything. Ice cream doesn't have anything in it that chemically makes you happy. It's because right. you've assigned it that chem. You've assigned mm-hmm. it that chemical. Mm-hmm. So yes, that chemical is released, but it's because you have assigned it that chemical. So right. you know. So there's there's all of these these things like that. I mean, as an emotional eater, I can tell you. I mean, I mean, I was 270 pounds. My biggest was almost 300 pounds, and I can tell mm-hmm. you that I had plenty of food that had as you know assignments to it. And right. It, I mean, not just good, but for bad things too. And, um, and so really focusing on changing that and, and my habits was Mm -hmm. tough. It was tough. I mean, I'm not going to say this has been an easy process. It's been so challenging, but so rewarding and so worth it because it's healed so many different areas of my life. So it's incredible. Right. And, and so it, on that kind of on that, on that topic, um, did you have to, did you have to have those kind of conversations with yourself to be like, we can get through this? Like, yeah, this is going to be kind of scary. Yeah. We might, you know, I might be afraid of what I'm going to find, but, but the alternative just isn't even an option anymore. Oh, for sure. I mean, there was, there were so many times where, um, <laughs> I was, you know, going through your classroom books, you know, the trauma, mm-hmm. the workbooks and just crying and just like, why did I do this? <laughs> you know, <but laughs> like, no, I need to do this. And there were times where I was like, I can't, I can't do it, you know? Right. And, and I, I wanted to give up and, and just be like, this isn't working for me. Look, I can't even go one week, you know, right. staying on track and, and I can't do it, you know? And I'm just, why am I even trying it? This is just like everything else you know, your old thoughts that they come back. And it was, it was just, Mm -hmm. this is such a waste of time. And what am I doing? And, and, you know, these people don't know what they're talking about. And Kristen, Miss Skinny Minnie over there, she doesn't know. (laughs) (laughs) I I tell Kristen, she's the only skinny person I listen to, but when it comes to (laughs) um, or or weight, but, um, but no, I mean, it was, it was a lot of times where, where I wanted to give up and where I wanted to be like, is this even working? Because right. here I am, I can't even go a week, 
and, and everyone says, trust the process, trust the process. Maybe they don't even know, you know, that whole thing. And you do right. argue with yourself because you, I think we, we want to see results so fast and oh, not, yeah. just, not just because of the world we live in, but because we're putting forth so much effort that mm-hmm. we're like, mm-hmm. why I, I, when I signed up for your membership, I literally was like, oh, I'll do it for a month and I'll be fine. Like mm-hmm. I'll be over this in a month, you know, yep. and when it was a month and it wasn't, I wasn't like anywhere. I mean, I was, I, you progress, but it wasn't where I expected to be. I mean, mm-hmm. I was like, what the crap is happening? <laughs> this is not even worth it. And then it, it was, and now that it's been, you know, what, four months, five months and seven months with the whole thing. I'm like, I'm so glad. And, you know, honestly, I'm glad it's taken a while because mm-hmm. things that are worth it take time. And that's mm-hmm. how I know that this change is going to be permanent is mm-hmm. that it doesn't, didn't happen overnight. And, and I know that right now, how I feel, I will still have struggles. I know that in a week when my hormones are going crazy, I'm going to really be challenged. I'm going to be like, okay, this is where I'm going to be tested. So I know that. So, um, so I can battle that now I can preemptively say, you know, you know, I just know it's going to be a lifelong thing, but I'm yeah. so grateful for, for it being, like I say, like the process. I'm so grateful for the process because mm-hmm. that's how I know it's working. Um, yeah. It took a yeah. Long time. If it was something yeah. that happened overnight, I would really be like, is this even going to click? Is this going to stay? Right. Right. <laughs> well, yeah. Cause it wouldn't, it wouldn't seem like it was, it wouldn't seem like it was, uh, it was real, that it was, that it was really um uh just based in based in in truth and in what you yeah. know it's just because we just can't there's no shortcuts to anything in life yes. that nothing that's going to actually nothing that ever is actually going to stay and and one of the things and i you know and i know you've heard me say this is I, and, and and for anybody who who questions um who questions me and and my how you know how bad was my emotional eating yeah. um yeah y'all was bad um yeah. but and did, and did i but did i did i look like i had a problem no not at all and that yeah. was the problem the problem was no one else thought that I looked like I had a problem, but inside my own head and the thoughts that I said and the things that I said to myself right. were horrific. And, yeah. and the names that I called myself and the things that I said to me, it's like, that was just unbelievable, but it's, and, 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 and I, I don't want anyone to ever think that, and because I know for me, it's like, it's, it's not ever going to be over for me. I'm always learning. I'm always continuing to grow. And I'm, always having new challenges come up and new things that that pop up that are that make me kind of go ooh okay oh that's something i need to work on what i find is that and and i i think sarah can attest to this and i've always said this this is not what i do and how i help people is not just it's not it's not a weight loss program it's like a whole life it's like a life program. I mean, this is how you will, you will start looking at your relationships different. You will start looking because what you learn is you learn how to take responsibility for your, for yourself, for your decisions, for everything in your life. It's not about anybody else. It's not about anyone else in your life. It's always going to come back to you and it's being responsible and accountable to yourself for the decisions that you make and not blaming anybody else and not saying, well, somebody brought pizza or somebody brought donuts and those, you know, it's them. No, it's not them. It's, yeah. you've got to, you've got to own what you, what, what you are doing 
and then understand why you're doing it. And it's not that you're a weak person. It's not that you're broken. It's not that there's anything wrong with you. Your brain just isn't necessarily your best friend all the time. And we get to change that. We get to make it so it does work in alignment with us. But yeah. but it's it's it you know and 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 anyone I think anyone in the membership will say this. And, uh, and those of you who are watching live uh, on my personal profile, you can chime in and talk about this anytime. Um, that I will tell story. I will tell. I'm very open about things that happen with me and things that happen with me currently. And 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 a lot of my situations are the things that I'm learning and growing in are things that have to do with my relationships with people and about my ability to be able to not be a people pleaser anymore and to be able to like say, okay, this is what I need and I'm not just going to go along with things anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that that's, and that's really exciting for me because that's something that I'm always working on is how do I become more authentic and true to myself as opposed to to just doing what other people want me to do yeah so. for sure for sure and yeah i mean like oh. even the people pleaser thing you know part of like if someone brought pizza you wouldn't want to be rude and say no i can't have any pizza mm-hmm. but like you you know so that it is it's just all part of a, the whole thing and um mm-hmm. you know i i jokingly said skinny mini i mean you are thin you've worked your butt off to be thin and you are very athletic and, and do amazing things so you deserve it and you look fantastic and you work really hard on your emotional eating to get it under control and i mm-hmm. i hope i i i i said it in anger i do i do not <laughs> want to minimize what you have done and been through because i, I never who knows you knows that and i think that's right. beautiful that you're willing to share right. that story and absolutely and things that you've been through and to Mm-hmm. And say mm-hmm. I have been there and, um, yeah. and I, I think and, and I still, cool. and I still have things come up and that, and that's why, you know, it's like, I, I want, I want people to understand that like, this is something that, that, that you, we always have to be aware of and we always have to kind of catch ourselves on and, um, and know that, um, that it's, it's a part of, and I think that's really important also is, is so much of what I talk about in the membership is about how we care about how we, how we love ourselves and that we can't, we, we can't separate ourselves from you. You have to love all of you and loving all of you means that, that even the parts of you that, that may sometimes make this, make the decisions that you would do, you wish you didn't make, or your body is not separate from you. So if, if, we, we, nothing will ever change if we come from a place of hate and we come from a place of anger, we always want to come from that place of like, I love all of me. And I love, and, and, and even, and that doesn't, I love all of me. Doesn't mean I necessarily want to stay here, but I'm going to love it while I'm here. And I'm going to love myself through all of that because like I say, anything that comes from a place of hate is not going to be something that's going to be lasting and it's not going to, it's not going to stick around. So we always, we, we work a lot on how we feel about ourselves and, um, and how we, how we want to build, build upon that. Yeah. Something that I've always kind of said is everyone has a story. Like you'll mm-hmm. never meet anyone who's like, no, my life has been a walk in the park. Nothing's ever happened. Right. No mm-hmm. one will say that. Everyone mm-hmm. has a story. Everyone has some serious things that they've gone through. And mm-hmm. I, I mean, I'll be the first to say like my, I have a good friend who um, on the outside, her, her life looks super easy and super easy going. And the things that are hard for her, I'm like, oh, I wish I had that problem, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I don't say that stuff anymore because to her, that problem feels as big as issues that I have, you know, mm-hmm. my custody battles and, and, and abuse and, and things that I've gone through feel as heavy as those things do to her. 
And Mm -hmm. we can't be angry at the things that we've gone through. We can't be resentful. We can't be, and this is a hard concept that I had to learn um, to be grateful for our trials. Um, Right. And and of course, while we're, we're in them, it's, it's even harder, but I tell you, I would not be the person that I am today if I did not have abuse, if I didn't have to fight tooth and nail for my Mm -hmm. children, like you Mm -hmm. wouldn't even believe they would not know how much I love, you know, how our relationship wouldn't be what it is if we didn't have to go through that together, Mm -hmm. you know? So there's, there's always a positive, I feel like that can come out of a negative situation and, Mm -hmm. you know, like an obstacle can be an opportunity. And that's a Mm -hmm. quote that I really love um, because we all have things, we all have terrible things. And some of them are really, really hard. And some of them to us feel really hard and that's okay. That does not make you less of a person or less of an individual um, or any less worthy of being loved or loving yourself Mm -hmm. or Mm -hmm. breaking free from these, these emotional eating chains. I mean, they, they, you, I literally feel like I was chained to be Mm -hmm. by food, like controlled by food. And I didn't, no one deserves that. You know, we, we deserve to be free. We deserve to have love and be confident and be, um, happy with ourselves and proud of ourselves. So is it work? Yeah. Is it worth it? Definitely. And and sometimes, you know, we have to go through those dark paths and those challenges so -hmm. that we can come out on the other side and we can come out feeling better. And, and, you know, I say that kind of on the other side of, of a very, very, you know, dark path that I, that I unfortunately was on, but, um, you know, when you say the hate thing, I, I legitimately hated my ex legitimately. Mm -hmm. Um, I would wake up every morning. I, Oh, I hate him. And I hate my life. And this, Mm -hmm. this is so hard and I can't afford anything. I mean, I had my power shut off and I had, we couldn't afford groceries. I mean, we, I hate this This is, you know, da, da, da. And then I was like, the only person I'm hurting is me. He could care less how I feel about him mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and he could care less. And so that's when I started changing. And once I changed that, everything changed. And so I tried to learn that into emotional eating thing was like, once I changed, like, I can't lose weight to, I can lose weight story. Mm-hmm. Then that's mm-hmm. when things will start to change. And, and that's kind of when they have for the record, I don't hate him. I wish him the best. I, you know, <laughs> he's on his own journey and I wish him the best, but, right. um, but yeah, I, I just, I just want to really validate that everybody's in their, in their own stories. And, yeah, um, and you, I love how you appreciate that and you respect that. And you, mm-hmm. you're very, um, you're very kind and very loving and supportive and in, in every situation. And I appreciate that. And I want to publicly thank and tell everybody on the podcast, you know, thank you for all the help that you've done for me. You've called me out on things, which I appreciate. You've made me be accountable for decisions, which I greatly appreciate. You've taught me a lot and I, I really couldn't be where I'm at without you. So I just thank you from the bottom of my heart. You're just amazing. And I, I appreciate you so much. Well, thank you. That's, that's so, that's, very kind. I appreciate that. Um, what would you tell, um, what would you tell anybody who is, who is, you know, right now who's struggling, who's, who's really feeling like, like, I'm not even sure what I need to be doing. Like, I'm not sure what to do. What would you, what would, what would be your piece of advice having, having kind of, you know, and again, still, still in it, still a part of it, but, but what would, what would that, what would, what would be some advice that you would give people who are, who are feeling that, like feeling, I think you described it really well, chained, like controlled by food. 
Yeah. Like, what would you, what would you say? Um, just know you're not alone. Um, definitely everyone in this group. One thing I really loved, and I will admit when I joined the group, I was a little afraid that I, I was kind of intimidated and I was afraid I would say things and everyone would be like, oh, well, that's because, you know, I don't know what I was expecting. I just was, mm -hmm. you know, I'd say a comment and everyone would be like, we're here for you. We got you, you know, and I like, I have always felt so much love and, and like, I really appreciate that. Um, but I, I think I would just say like, just stick with it. Um, and keep believing in yourself because if you don't believe in yourself, we do. We we believe in you for you. You got this, mm -hmm. you know. Mm -hmm. um, but just if you're not sure where to start, go to the Facebook group um, that you have. Go through those classrooms. If you're ready to take on the next thing, join the membership. Kristen, you have so many amazing tools that help you see where you want to be and help mm -hmm. you realize um, and accept that part of you that maybe you haven't tapped into yet, to be honest. Mm -hmm. I mean, like that was part of my issue was like, you, you know, I kept hearing like, imagine what you want to be. And I was like, I don't even know, really. I mean, like I had an idea and you and I talked about a few things and then, mm -hmm. um, but I, I don't know that I was, again, that I was really honest with myself. So being, but that was something that I had to learn to do. Mm -hmm. um, so being really honest with what you want and where you want to be and what, even if it's so small as you do meal by meal and one meal is a success, awesome. Go with it. Right. Like, mm -hmm. that's amazing. Like be proud that you did that one meal, because I'll tell you what, there were some days that, uh, that I was like, okay, forget this. And just say everything in the house, you know, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and then I would go to bed and I feel like crap. And then the next morning it was like, I got to start over again. I got to do this. I have to do this. And sometimes it was meal by meal. And sometimes it was hour by hour. Because it was, we are so used to these, these habits and these things that we formed that um, breaking free can be really, really challenging. And that's okay. Um, don't, it's like, don't give yourself a hard time. Don't beat yourself up. Don't, you know, sometimes I see posts where people are like, I'm the worst. I can't believe I overate. And I'm like, honey, we are, we have all been there. We are all mm -hmm. the worst. And, and I always think like, would you tell that to your best friend? Like if right. your best friend was sitting there and they were like, I just overate. I can't believe I did that. Would you be like, you're a piece of crap? No, mm -hmm. you'd be like, it's okay. You can get up, dust yourself off and start over again. Like there's no limit to how many times you can start over. And there's right. nothing wrong with that. <laughs> like, right. Right. You can start exactly. over a hundred times a day. And that's just mm -hmm. fine. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, well, thank Sarah. Thank you so much for coming and sharing your kind of your story where where you are. And again, your story is is continuing. It's a, it's a it's a it's a work in pro, it's a work in progress. Um, but I appreciate your your very kind words as well as just your example that that you have set. And again, your your positivity in the membership, your positivity in the big in the big group as well. Um, but your positivity in the membership is always so is always so appreciated and so valued. And um, I know that you've been. And, and I know you are an inspiration to um, to a lot of people in the membership as well as people in the in the big free group. And for anybody who's listening, if you're if you're not a member of the Facebook group, it's uh, Breakthrough Emotional Eating. You just look that up on Facebook. Um, and if you're interested in information about the membership, Kathy, I know you'll be putting that um, that link in the um, in the um, 
in the post and uh, we'll have it in the, in the show notes for the podcast as well. So um, the membership is always open and it's always something that you can tap into. I think that, that for anyone who is really serious and I know, I know sometimes it's scary to think about like, Oh my gosh, what am I going to uncover? And I don't know if I can deal with these things quite yet. And, and I'm not really sure you, you, the only way, the only way to get to the other side is to go through it. So you have to go through whatever the thing is, you got to go through it to get to the other side. And so, um, and then, and just knowing the support and the encouragement that you would get from the community um, is incredible. And so, uh, and, and I think that about both the communities, both the, the free, the free group and the membership. So um, if that's something that you are, you know, have any curiosity about, Kathy will be posting that information in the, uh, in the post uh, and it'll be on the, um, in the show notes, as well as anyone can send me a message anytime on Facebook and uh, ask me any questions that you have. And uh, we'll just, we can take it from there, but just know that you're not the only one and that there's help out there. And you've got lots of, of sisters who are going through the same thing. And, uh, and we just are here to support each other. So again, Sarah, thank you so much you. for being, being a guest. And I, I so appreciate it. And y'all, we will see you next week. Thank you so much for uh, for jumping on and joining us. And we will see y'all later. All right, take care. Bye, y'all. Bye. Thank you for listening to today's podcast. To begin your journey towards losing your weight and managing your emotional eating, sign up for my free course, Food Freedom. Go to www.kristenjonescoaching, K-R-I-S-T-I-N-J-O-N-E-S-C-O-A-C-H-I-N-G.com and click the link that says sign up for the free course.